Welcome, my beloved friends, to a Hope Kingdom Ministry, giving you food for thought. Our intention is to give you something more to think about. Today's message is which or what came first, the kingdom or the king? I'll say that again. What came first, the kingdom of heaven or the king of heaven? You may wonder, well, why are you asking this? This is very important. Just bear with me. Which do you think came first? It's the same as what came first, the chicken or the egg, right? The evolutionists say the egg came first. The creationist says the chicken came first, which is right, by the way. You had to create a chicken to lay an egg first. So I, again, I ask, which came first, the kingdom or the king? I'm going to stop right here for a minute, beloved, just let you know. I'm really shaking in my bones. I am giving this message in fear and trembling because I told my father, I told Yah, the Heavenly Father, this is too big for me. I had planned to, to teach on something else, to speak on something else. What do you believe and why do you believe it? That was, that's what I intended. But he put this in my heart. And it's bigger than me. So I'm gonna, I'm giving him my best. I'm depending on the set-apart Ruk, the set-apart spirit, the Ruk Hadush that you call the Holy Spirit to teach through me. So just know that I give this message in fear and trembling. And I'm not kidding. Let me pray first. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, blessed. Oh, Father Yah, I give thanks to you, first of all, for waking us up today, myself and all those that are listening to this podcast, those chosen few that you have here at a Hope Kingdom Ministry. Father, I want to stay true to what we profess, that we are not our own ministry. We are just a branch of the ministry of the kingdom of heaven here on earth. It's what you say, what you want. I belong to you. This ministry belongs to you. These listeners belong to you. Everything belongs to you. You are the creator. The creator who created all, owns all. Give me the wisdom, the courage, and the knowledge to teach, preach, whatever you want me to do, or talk this message to where you can reach your loved ones. As a minister of the, of the good news that they call the gospel, you feed my sheep.
I raise up my, lift my hands and surrender, my arms and surrender. Have your way, Baba Yah, and let your perfect will be done. For I know that it's good for Yahusha, Mashiach, he who's called Jesus the Messiah, is my shepherd, and I shall not be in want. Halal, Yahuwah, Halal, Halal, Yahusha, Hallelujah. Praise Yah. Okay, that gave me courage. <laughs> okay, let's begin where I left off. So again, I ask, I ask you, which came first, the kingdom or the king? Well, I tell you, I personally say the kingdom came first. But you, but you don't have to agree. I'll tell you why I came to that conclusion in, in just a minute. First, Let's see what the scripture says. Beloved, in my research, I found there are verses up to, there are 300, up to 316 about the kingdom. About the kingdom, starting in Genesis, referring to the kingdom of Babel first. The first kingdom that was on earth. 24 verses on the kingdom of heaven. And 38 about the kingdom of Yah. But to most you, you'll be the kingdom of God. Ten verses that teach us Yahusha, known to most as Jesus, is king. And 51 verses on kingship. Now, this is what I found in research. And in Zakariahu, which is, that's in Hebrew, Zakariahu, which is Zechariah, in English, 14, 1 and 2, speaks of the coming king. Now, maybe someone could find more. But in my research, that's what I find. He's, they speak of the coming king. You say, okay, where am I going with this? Where am I going with this? Okay. Beloved, the truth is, there has to be a kingdom first before someone to be king over it. I'll say that again. There has to be a kingdom first for someone to be king over it. You see, you can't be king without a domain to rule. So, our creator had to create a domain, a kingdom first, before there would be even a need for a king. If you don't have a kingdom to rule, a domain, you're not a king. Do, do you understand where I'm going this? I praise, I give thanks and praise to the late, great Dr. Miles Monroe teaching on this and something I learned under his ministry. You cannot be a king without a domain to rule. Just like there has to be a child before someone can be a father. You can't be a father without putting out a seed. And that brings it to this, beloved, our creator, Yahuwah, our, the heavenly father, was not a father until he had a son. 
that he created his son. Children. When he created when he created the, the sons of Yah, the messengers, ministering messengers that are called angels. He had to have a son. He did he wasn't creator until he created. You can't be a creator if you haven't created anything. You can't be a father if you don't have a child. And you can't have a child if you haven't planted a seed. You haven't put out a seed. And also, there has to be a thought spoken before there can be a word. You can't have a word if you don't speak out. So, what I'm saying, the word did not exist until he spoke. And if you go in Proverbs, I don't have that verse before me, it speaks of wisdom and counsel being with the creator, with the Father, before the word was. So when he said, let us create man, he was talking to wisdom, counsel, and then the word. You understand? Until he spoke, there was no word. And he didn't have a need to speak until he was ready to create. So again, we'll go through that again. There has to be a kingdom first for someone to be king over it. You cannot be a king without a domain to rule. You must have territory to rule. So he had to create the territory, the kingdom, the, the kingdom of heaven and, and the earth. Just like there has to be a child, a child before someone can be a father. You cannot be a father without putting out a seed. So the heavenly father was not a father until he created sons. Hallelujah. And his word became his son. And the ministering messengers that we call angels are defined as sons of Yah. The Bible says sons of God. And again, there cannot be a thought. I mean, there has to be a thought spoken because that's what words are. Words are thoughts spoken, given power. Thoughts given power. And when you speak it, you give it power. There has to be a thought spoken before the word, before there can be a word. I said again, there has to be a thought spoken before there can be a word. You can't have a word if you don't speak out. So the word was with him after he spoke. Before it was counsel and wisdom and counsel. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on, set up our spirit. We've preached to me. Now, what did the king of kings teach? What did Yahusha, Mashiach, who is known to most as Jesus Christ, what did the king of kings teach? Did he teach the king has come or the kingdom has come. The king has come or the kingdom has come. You're right. The kingdom has come. That book, excuse me, that you read, the Sephar, some pronounce it Sephar or Sefer, called the Bible and 
called the gospel is about a king, a kingdom, and the citizens of that kingdom, which are a royal family, a royal priesthood, which are those who believe. He didn't say, repent for the king is here. No, he said, repent for the kingdom has come. The kingdom. Now, Matit Yahu, Matthew 4.17 says, From that time on, Yahusha, Bible, Bible says Jesus, began to preach, repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come. Or some say is here, or it's not. Now, this was after he was in the desert fasting for 40 days, when he came out in full power, in the full power of the Spirit, totally full. And his first message. So when you come out, that was the first thing he preached because that was his message. That was his reason. That's what he brought back. Beloved, he brought the kingdom back. Yes, he did. He brought the kingdom back. And the governor of the kingdom he brought back, which is the set-apart spirit, which is called the Holy Spirit. I don't want to get ahead of myself. I'll say that again. Matit Yahu, Matthew 4, 17 says, From that time on, Yahusha began, Jesus began to preach, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come, or is here. Lucas, Luke 10, 9 says, And this is what Yahusha, known as Jesus, said to his disciples, disciples, And heal the sick that are there. And say unto them, the kingdom of Yah, the Bible says God, has come nigh unto you, has come near unto you, is here. He didn't say the king. He said the kingdom. The kingdom of Yah, the Bible says God, has come nigh unto you. Marcus, Mark 1.15, he states, the kingdom has come. In Matit Yahu, Matthew 16, 19, it says, And I will give you the keys of, listen, the keys of, not the keys to, the keys of the kingdom. And whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. He gave the keys of the kingdom. See, if you have a key, the key to it, I mean, that just unlocks the kingdom. You can go, like I give you the key to my door, you can go unlock my door. But if I give you the keys of the, uh, of the, the, the doors in my house, you know, that's many. You know, you just can't walk in and put a key in. There are keys to, you know, the, the way, in other words, the keys mean the way into the kingdom. Matit Yahu, Matthew 5.10 says, Baruch, blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom. It didn't say, for theirs is the king. For theirs is the kingdom. Beloved, Yahusha, Mashiach, the king of kings, he who's known as the Messiah, the Nazarene called Jesus Christ, he did not claim to be the kingdom, but 
the only way into the kingdom. Yes, he said, I am the door, the gate. Never said he was the kingdom. He didn't, he didn't, he did not say we would inherit the king. But he did say we would inherit the kingdom. He was always talking about the kingdom. The kingdom of heaven is like a man planting seeds. You know, a kingdom, the kingdom of heaven is like 10, 10 virgins, you know, blah, blah, blah. The kingdom of heaven is, of heaven is like a man who buys a field, a, a man sees a field and finds a precious jewel, then he sells everything he has to go buy that field. The kingdom. We will not inherit him. We inherit the kingdom. He put the kingdom first. Before himself. Yes, he did. He came, when it says in Isaiah 9, 6. I want to make sure that, because sometimes, I mean, I, I'm always getting, though I think I got it right, this I'm always getting those that mixed up with um, six nine or nine six, you know. But um, did I get it right? Ah. Hallelujah. Well, I see. I believe that's what the, that's the right one. Isaiah. Um, yeah, it's Isaiah nine six. When it speaks of, unto us, a child is born. Talking about Yahusha. A son is given. Talking about the Messiah. The living word of Yah, the word put in flesh of Yahuwah. See, he was, he was given, he was not born. That flesh body was born. Then he said, on his shoulders, will be a, 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 a government upon his shoulders. When you A government is a kingdom, a reign, a rule. And that, and that government will reign forever, that kingdom. So he came bringing the kingdom. And beloved, in those days, when you brought something or carrying something on your shoulders, that meant you were carrying it for some, someone else. Like a slave or a servant, he would carry the water. He would... On his shoulder, he had um, a yoke because they had human yokes, just like they had the yoke for the animal, what they were put on to to pull the cart. They had yokes for for men that had a curve that would fit around the neck, and then it was a long pole and had two ends where they would carry water, one bucket on each end. But when you carry that, that was telling people you were carrying it for, for someone. You didn't carry your own. So that's what he meant when they what they meant. Were, that's what they were implying when they said he will have a government, a king, kingdom on his shoulders. He was bringing it for us. He didn't need it. He was bringing it for us. He brought the kingdom here to heaven, here from heaven on earth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise be unto you, Yah. So the kingdom is very important. The kingdom came first before the king. There has to be a kingdom 
a domain to rule before it's necessary to have a king. There has to be children before it's necessary to have a father. There has to be creations before it's necessary to have a creator, before you can even be a creator. So remember what I said, that book, the Safar, is about a kingdom. When you go through it, it's about a kingdom. And what does it say? And you will, he's, his kingdom is coming back here on earth and will be on earth. And we, he will be our Alua, with the Bible says our God, and we will be his people. You will see the king, the new Jerusalem descending from heaven to earth. I uh, <laughs> just got a little side. I just lend myself. I told you, fear and, fear and trembling. But he just, he, all of a sudden, he just gave me some boldness. So I hope, oh, Father, yeah, I hope I gave the message you wanted and delivered. If there's anything, you, anything else you want to say, please tell me. Because I'm not going to go on another further, another step further without your guidance, your direction. I need you. We need you. Thank you so much for being real. Thank you for the king that brought the kingdom. He was so he was so humble. He didn't put he didn't push himself. He didn't say, believe, what's the way? How do we find? Believe on me. That's the way. No, he's, you know, no, worship me. He didn't say, worship me. Then you're into the kingdom. He says, you believe it on, in him bring, allows you to go into the kingdom. And I'm stammering here. He didn't come promoting himself. He promoted the kingdom. He promoted the kingdom. Yes, he did. And just like him, when he sent the root Kadush, the set-apart spirit called the Holy Spirit, he said, he will not glorify himself. He will, not, he will magnify me. They are the same. The same. They are one and the same. They have the same mind. The Father, the Word, and the Spirit have the same mind. They are the same. The Father, the Creator is Yah above us. The Son, the living Word, was Yah with us. The root, the power, the Spirit is Yah in us. Hallelujah. I think it's time for me <laughs> to end this. When I started stammering, it's like, okay, if he's done, I'm done. I know this is a little different, and even my tone and everything is different. Because this is so, this is, this is so serious. I mean, it, it all is serious. But there's some time when you when you minister and you talk and there's some when you when he just says I mean it's like teaching and it's just a difference all I know is this particular message I was terrified because beloved whatever you teach you're responsible and not not only for me I'm responsible because I'm speaking to other people and if I say something wrong and cause someone else to believe something wrong I'm their blood is on my hand so believe you me if I 
find I have, if I find out or believe that I taught something that I find out is wrong, I will be the first one I'll get on here and I will declare it, declare it and preach it and, and repent and ask forgiveness for it. So whatever I teach is because I believe it. I can only teach and preach and speak about what I believe, what I know to be the truth, what he has revealed to me and what I have experienced and lived. A person can only give you what they have experienced, what they know. They can't give you any more. I can't teach somebody else's truth. I can teach what somebody says, but if it's not true to me, I'll have no depth in it. Anyway, <laughs> oh, I really care about you all and making sure I speak the truth is very important to me because I'm sorry to say that there's been a lot of good teachers doing a lot of bad teaching in the church. We have grown up with so many wrong things. The one I really hate and the one that's really damaging is God is in complete control of anything. He, nothing can happen unless he does it or allow it. That is so wrong. That doctrine came from the pit of hell. I'm sorry, it did. That's why so many people don't like our father. They blame him for everything. If you say he's in complete control of everything, you're calling him a co-conspirator as a, a raper, a murderer, a kidnapper, a, a child molester, a, a human trafficker, a thief. Because you're saying it couldn't happen unless he does it or allows it. So for him to do it or allow, allow it, that makes him a conspirator. He would be a co-conspirator. Yah forbid. I don't think people don't realize what they're saying. I said this to one minister. And they were saying he's in complete control. And I said, oh, so you're telling me, because it was a, 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 a man here who raped his two-year-old daughter. I said, so you're telling me that at that time I said, God said, oh, okay, well, you can go on and rape the child. Just don't, don't, don't kill her. And then she says, oh, you just going to the extreme. And I'm thinking, what part of extreme is not of when you say complete control? That's extreme. That means everything. You can't say he's in complete control, but he didn't do this. He's either 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 in complete control or he's not. Now, don't get me wrong, beloved. He's all powerful. And only someone that's all powerful and that has all authority can give some it away, some of it away. And he put self imposed limitations on himself when he gave you and me and everybody on this earth free will. You can do whatever you want. You can go buy a gun and shoot 20 people if you so decide. He can't. He's not going to stop you because he gave you free will. Now, he will be ministering, trying to put on, don't do that. You have, his spirit be saying, no, you shouldn't do that. You have, have those thoughts. And, but he cannot physically just stop you because then the accuser would say, aha, you broke your word. You gave them free will and you stopped him, so you broke your word. See, why do you think... Adam, Adam, which people say Adam, but it's really Adam, and Kua, who's called Eve. They had free will. 
He could not stop them. And he could not stop Eve, who's, she who's called Eve, because of he gave them free will. He gave us dominion. Genesis 1.26. Let us make man in our image, in our likeness, but let them have dominion. He didn't say let us. He said let us make man in our image. But then he said let them have dominion over the earth. You see, beloved, he made his children in his image. He rules heaven. He does not need us ruling heaven. We are not going to rule anything in heaven. He gave us rule on earth. We're not even doing that. He, he says, I want my children to be like me. I'm the creator. I'm going to make them creative. You know, I have, I have free will. I'm going to give them free will. Now, don't get me wrong. He's always in charge. In other words, how it began was how he said, and how, was, how it ends is going to be how he said. But all in the middle, we have the choice to choose him or not. We have the choice to love him or hate him. We have the choice to worship him or worship Satan. And doesn't he say in his word that it's his will that none of his children should perish? Well, beloved, he's not getting his will because the majority are going to perish and many, many, many are already perishing. They are perishing. He did not create starvation. He put enough food on this earth for everyone. Do you know there's enough food and money for everyone for there not to be a starving person? He did not create starvation. He did not. And this is another thing. And people, he gave you cancer. He gave me this cancer to teach me something, so I can then, then I can, when I get over it, I can be a testimony to somebody else. That is schizophrenic. No, why would he give you something that he made his son had his son pay for? By his stripes we were healed. That he when he was nailed onto that tree, not just for our sins iniquities before our sickness and diseases. Why would he give us something that his son paid for? They are one. He is his son because the word, his son is the living word. The word was Yah and the word was with Yah. The Bible says the word was God and the word was with God. So it's him. He is his word. He will not break, go against his word. I'm really passionate about that. That is causing so many people to walk away. Well, even because even the non-believers, the, the atheists say, well, well, why would God cause all this starvation? I'm like, shut up. You don't even believe in him. I'm sorry. <laughs> really. It's like, you don't even believe in him. So what are you talking about? Calm down, Serena. That, and one day, beloved, I was in a hospital here. And it was the handicap. It was demonic. I've never seen so many deformed people. I've never seen deformed people like this in my life. Arms coming out of the chest, bodies twisted like a S. I mean, just so, so deformed. Some of them were so evil. They were t tied to the chair and they were growling at me when I walked in. We were, during the ministry, I, we were coming to, to pray for them and sing and minister to them. I'm, I kid you not. It was horrible. It was, I mean, I've never, I've never seen anybody so many, and it was, and it was a whole hospital floor, a whole hospital floor of them. It was unbelievable. And I just said, Father, it was, it was demonic. I say, I know you didn't do this. And he said, tell my 
people, my children, stop blaming me for what I did not do. Do you know, when he created Adam and Kua called Eve, he created them perfect. He created them to live for eternity. That's how he created man. But when man disobeyed him and gave and let Satan, that old dragon in, they allowed sin, Satan, and sickness. They came in together. So don't blame him for this sickness. Blame man's disobedience and the wickedness of Satan and man's greed. I wasn't intending to go there, but that is so important. Remember, so beloved, I say I'm sorry. I'm got so ah, passionate. If I if I seem like I'm yelling at you or something, just think about it. If he's in complete control of everything, then he must want me to tell you this, huh? Right? He must want it. You can't. He must want me to tell you this. If he only does it or allows it, remember what you're saying. You're saying every murder he allowed. All those children that they have thousands that are missing, that are being used for sex slaves and harvesting their organs, he's a part of that. That's what you're saying when you say he's in complete control of everything. Why do you think he said be in the world but not of the world? Right now, Satan is ruling this world, not the earth. The earth belongs to the, to the Father, the world, this system. He's innocent, beloved. Your heavenly Father and your precious Savior, they are innocent. His word says, he, every good and perfect thing comes down from the Father of lights. So if it's wicked and evil, it came from Satan. And man's evil, man's wickedness, man's greed, the ones that are following Satan. Oh, but he's coming back. If you didn't get anything else from this message, please get that he, our father, put self-imposed limitations on himself when he gave the zillion trillions, billions of people on this earth free will. Free will. I can love him or not. I can obey, I can obey him or disobey him. I have that choice because he gave it to me. Because he didn't want robots. The, the messengers we call angels, they don't have free will. That's why those, they're, those other ones are fallen. Satan and the other ones, they're fallen, they're wicked. They don't have free will, but we do. Wouldn't you, I mean, you don't want your children coming to you. I love you, mother. I love you, father. Yes, I will do everything you say. I will obey. Because they're programmed, because they're made, you know, because you have complete control over them. You want them to love you because they choose to love you. You want them to obey you. But you know, you want, but you want them to choose, also choose to obey you. Not just do because you have complete control, because you don't anyway. Do you understand what I'm saying? All right. I don't know how long this message is. Ah, what? And you know what? Um, I'm not going to listen to it over because I knew I won't like the, the way I was sounding. But listen to what I was saying. If, if just one of you get the truth, then I've done my job. 
Why would the father put something on you? Oh, this is another. Some I've heard a preacher say, the Lord will break you down before he build you up. He'll break you. That is an abomination. I wouldn't serve anybody like that. I mean, that is somebody that's so insecure that they have to break you down, make bad things happen to you before you need them and worship them. I'm sorry. The Almighty, Yahuwah, Allah, the Almighty One is not that insecure to do that. He didn't do that to the to the the to Yasharal, the Israelites in the desert. They what did they do? They made them golden calf and started worship worshiping. While Moses was up, Musha called Moses was on the mountain. They had the free will. Listen, please, please, please. In the name of Yahusha Mashiach, whom you may call Jesus the Messiah, get this truth because it'll set you free. It'll stop you. And Because anyway, people, I've heard somebody say, believe that he gave their mother cancer and killed her with cancer, but but they love him, you know, because he moves in mysterious ways. That's, that's a lie. How can you love someone that killed your mother? Huh? No, that's just what they're telling themselves. In the inside, that's why in, this is another thing he wanted me to say, okay, in the church, in the people of Yah, in the people of God, there is so much hidden resentment. There was a, a lady that came, that came to my house, and I had to show her that she resented and actually hated God, and she had to eventually admit it because she thought he was the one that caused her to lose her company, to cause the bankruptcy. You know, because people say nothing can happen unless he does it. That doctrine is from the pit of hell. It's turning people away from the Father, making people hate him, mistrust him. Do you see? There's hidden... How can you love somebody that you believe killed your son in a car accident? How can you love, really love somebody that had your baby born with with no legs and no arms. I'm sorry, he didn't do that. He did not do that. We live in a fallen world. They put poison and hormones in our food, in our water, in, in our medicines, and then there's the devil, the evil one. That's how things like that happen. The father would not make somebody like that. I know people say that, you know, he so he could use me. That's so wrong. That's so wrong. I'm so. He loves you. Now he can. Now he can use. He can use anybody that is available and willing to allow him to use to let them use him because he's not going to do it on, without your free will, without you choosing it. He can use somebody without arms and legs and do great things. He can use someone blind, but he didn't make you that way so that he could use you. He's. He, that would be evil. I would not serve or love anybody like that. How dare we say that? For we are parents. Would you put a, a, a un, 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 uncurable disease on your children to make them obey you? Would you cause them to be in a car accident, to, to uh, lose an arm or leg? To, uh, 
to obey you? No, you wouldn't do that. So why would you think, why do you think you're a better parent than the, the greatest parent, the almighty father, the heavenly father? Why do we think we would be better parents than him? If we wouldn't do that to our own children, what makes you think or anyone think that he would do that to his children? And I'm going to leave it on, I'm going to end it on that. Think about that. <sighs> well, beloved, thank you. Really, thank you for being here. Thank you for tuning into a Hope Kingdom ministry where we like to give you food for thought. Our intention is to give you something more to think about. And beloved, I think this message is giving you a lot to think about it. Please don't just listen to it once and turn me off or, or just stop. Listen to it again and again until you and pray, pray. When you, you first hear it, then go back and pray and listen to it again. Don't believe me. Let the Father and His Spirit lead you, okay? Because, I mean, I do. I, I, I have love for you. I love the Father, and I love you for being, you know, I wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for you. I'm not doing this for myself. All right. Until we meet again, beloved. Y'all willing, of course. Shalom. Peace be with you. Hope to see you next time, beloved.